1: Welcome. Did you know that speaking is actually one of the very best ways to share your message and create a legacy? It really makes a huge difference because people get to know, like, and trust you when you're there sharing your message. But what's the fastest way that we can create an impactful and profitable speaking business? Well, I am thrilled that Brett Ridgway is joining us today because Brett's a 25-year veteran of the speaking industry. He got his start managing of room sales at an internet and information marketing conference. And he did that at about 150 different events. I mean, this guy has seen everybody on stage. He's seen the good, bad, and the ugly. He's also an eight-time author, including bestsellers called ABC of, of Speaking and Mistakes Authors Make. Brett, I'm so glad you could join us today.
2: Well, I'm so excited to be with you here today, Elaine. Thank you so much for the invitation.
1: Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about why you're so passionate about helping people really share their message on stage. Sure. You know, over the course of the last
2: 15 years, I, I've probably seen, Elaine, maybe 2,000 different speakers in person. And, and I've seen what they do well and what they don't do so well. And it this honestly really distresses me when I see a new speaker, whether it's at a live event or a, a virtual event, make some silly mistake that they could have easily avoided if they just knew better. And, you know, there's a lot of information out there, honestly, about how to be a more effective communicator, you know, how to get more comfortable on the stage. And there's certainly a number of things out there on how to get gigs and all that, which is obviously a critically important skill for speakers. But I haven't seen a lot out there on how to truly look at the business from the whole standpoint of a profitable speaking business. Not only the inflow and the outflow and the deliverables, but also managing the business and doing things in the right way. So I, I really want to step out and help speakers who have that powerful message they want to share with the world, but they, you know, they just don't have a clue how the speaking business really works. I mean, the first question I would ask somebody. They de- determine if they even were on the right path. Is can you tell me what the difference between a free and a fee speaker are? And if, they, if that question is a mystery to them, then it's like, yeah, you need to get in and, and learn some more about this business.
1: Absolutely. Well, I know you also really enjoy working with people who have created a very successful business, but now they've got a message that they want to share, and they aren't sure the right approach to get on stages and share that message and create that legacy. They're just driven to do. And I just really commend you for making that a priority.
2: Well, thank you, Elaine. You know, as as you touched on earlier, you know, getting on stage is a vital Part of really building a business if you want to build a business in the right way, because it gives you instant credibility. I mean, if you're a, a chiropractor or a plumber or an attorney or whatever it may be, you can become the known expert in your area by getting out and speaking about what your area of expertise is. So when people have that particular need for whatever type of service it is that you offer, well, you're the natural choice because you're the one that have shared things with them that will help them out along the way. And you've established yourself in their mind as the credible expert and the person to go to.
1: Yeah, that is so true. That's so true. Well, okay, help me bridge the gap a little bit here because obviously we are talking about the abundance journey and you're talking about speaking. So when you think about abundance and what you do with people to help them really master speaking and create a highly profitable and effective speaking career, what does abundance look like for your clients?
2: Yeah, abundance to me, Elaine, looks like Now, how do I say this? Uh, First of all, if you really want to have the impact that you desire, then you need to get in front of more people to share that message, too. So to be an abundance speaker means getting out on more stages and sharing that message, sharing those words of wisdom that will truly help people down that path that they're headed down. And so abundance Gosh, you know, it's easy to find, but it's also hard to define because it means different things to different people. But you know, I honestly think it's about, you know, truly sharing the things that you have to offer and doing so from a I'm here to share and give standpoint, not what's in it for me, but how can I help you? What's in it? And then the more people that you can share your abundance with, then the more people will succeed in whatever endeavors they're undertaking. And you'll continue to spread spread the word, so to speak.
1: That is so important. So important. How you show up makes a huge difference. And everybody has a message to share. They really do. Now, Brett, one of the challenges that we all run into is we don't know what we don't know, right? So for someone who is in this position where they've got a thriving business and now they want to add speaking, how do they know that they really need to pick up the phone and connect with you? What's one of the symptoms that they're dealing with?
2: Well, the first thing that I think people need to look at, Elaine, is developing a a sense, a knowledge of how the speaking industry really functions. And it's a multi-tentacled beast, certainly. (laughs) I mean, you have different types of speakers. I always say there's three different types of speakers. You have your keynote presenters who are paid a fee to go to a corporation or an association and deliver a talk. You have your platform sellers who typically go to an event for free, but then they sell some type of service or product from the stage, and then they make their money that way. And then the third I like to think of is what I call just the content provider. So they go into an event just to share content only. They're not directly selling from the stage, but they're hoping that people will then come to them for whatever it is that they offer because of that the expertise they've shared. And you obviously, you got to decide yourself which particular model fits you the best if you want to become a speaker. But in most cases, getting started out, it should be the content provider and getting in front of as many groups as you can, whether it's your local rotary or exchange club or whatever it may be, and honing your skills, getting comfortable being in front of people, sharing your message, and then you can develop from there. It totally changes the game when you become not just a content provider, but you're also selling from the stage. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to learn how to make that seamless transition from delivering your content to doing your pitch or whatever you want to call it, and that, you know, people will see the value of what you have to offer because you deliver delivered such fantastic content at the beginning of your presentation. But you got to yeah, decide it, which model is right for you. I mean, you know,
1: I think you also make a really good point, Brett, you didn't come right out and say this, but I want to kind of go to the subtext of something that you mentioned. <laughs> and that is that speaking really establishes your authority. So, if you are a plumber, if you are an electrician, if you are a real estate agent, if you, you know, whatever it is you do, a lawyer, a teacher, whatever, if you want to really position yourself as someone who is in the know and connect with your audience, those stories that you tell from the stage, they're universal stories and they connect us at the heart. And it just transforms everything.
2: I mean, there's two, there's two titles, Elaine, that if you can add that to your resume, will put you forward of pretty much anybody in your local, you know, your local competitors. And that's speaker and author. If you have a book and you've spoken from a stage, well, you are the authority in the minds of your local townspeople. And definitely you want to go that route and get those things done.
1: So, Brett, that, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed this, too, whenever we face a new challenge we have to stop doing things the way we've always done them. We have to have a new approach. And usually something has to change on the inside to get us willing to get over that hump and approach something in a new way. In all your years working with speakers, what have you seen that changes internally for people to show up in that powerful, authentic, generous, genuine way?
2: Great question, Elaine. Hmm.
1: <laughs> That's why I asked it. You know, <laughs> I want to know.
2: <laughs> you know, I think the first thing that people need to recognize is they they are not the expert on everything, and so you have to come in from the standpoint of, "Hey, I still have a lot to learn about this, and I need to continually be learning about whatever it is—not only my area of, you know, my subject area, but also." the speaking industry, or if you want to write a book about how book publishing works or whatever it may be, you've got to be open-minded to learning more. I mean, I've been in the industry a long time, but I'm going through, you know, a training course right now and investing in a mentor to help me help fill in the gaps that I don't know. So if you can't come in with the open mindset that I, I have more to learn, then you're probably not going to succeed as a speaker or an author or whatever. So, you know, open-mindedness and a willingness to put yourself out there Try some different things that maybe you're uncomfortable with until you get more comfortable with them are important steps in my mind to, you know, bridging that gap.
1: That's such an interesting perspective. And I really agree with you there because I find that collaboration helps with learning a whole lot faster because, sure, there's books out there. There's things that you can read and try to understand. And you can go watch other speakers and try to figure out what they're doing. But working with someone who's an expert who can kind of coach you and help you understand what you're doing and help you understand why you're doing it so that you can shift your perspective and come in more powerfully it makes all the difference in the world. And usually when you're working with a solid mentor, they also have a community, a very safe community where you can practice and you can mess up. It doesn't matter if you're we'll, you not know?
2: We'll all mess up.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, it was really interesting. One of the things that I learned when I first started speaking If you goof up in what you say, like you stumble over your words or you mispronounce something or whatever, you know, so many, we're, we're often a little bit on the perfectionist side and we're busy beating ourselves up that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made that goof. Actually, the audience feels more of a connection to you when you're not perfect. You're just like them. You're an ordinary person. And that's what makes the magic happen.
2: Yeah, that, that's so true. But, you know, even then, I was trying to record a video yesterday. And, you know, as, as I was on take number 22, it's like, you know, Rip, this doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it's OK if you stumble over word. You know, you're, you're four minutes into it and you stumble over word and you stop and start from the beginning again. I was about <laughs> ready to pull out what little hair I have left, Elaine, because it just wasn't perfect <laughs> enough. But, well, no. you know,
1: it's wonderful to have that passion to really deliver fabulous content. And it's also wonderful to know that people will hang with you when you stumble a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. They want what you're willing to share and they'll yeah. lean in and they're there for you. They're encouraging you. They're welcoming you. And so that can build up that self-confidence a little bit. But I wanted to ask you another question, Brett, because so often we really wish, you know, if I work with Brett, I want the magic wand where bam, I'm instantly a perfect speaker. <laughs> Now I'm done. Right. But sadly, that's not what it looks like. Usually there's a process. There are baby steps that show up so that we know we're on the right track. So when you think about the work you've done with your clients over the years, what are some of those baby steps that you go through with your clients to help them really move in the right direction?
2: You know, I I do want to be up front with you here, Elaine. You know, I was the founder of a company called Speaker Fulfillment Services in 2003. So I did a number of speaking engagements over the years, but it was always on behalf of the company. So I was a content only session amongst a bunch of platform sellers because they wanted to give the audience a break between pitch, pitch, pitch. And so I'm actually in the midst of rebranding and Ridgeway as the brand itself at this point in time. So while I've you know, counseled and work with event promoters and speakers over the years. I've never done it in a formal way before, but there are so many definite steps you need to put into place to build that speaking platform. And that means even little things like your website and your social media presences and your online media kit and defining that signature speech. And so I'll be working with people to put all those pieces in place. Even even simple things, you know, the boring things like if you're going to do a speaking business and you want to be profitable, well, you better cover your ass. So, you know, here, <laughs> here's the asset protection guide to make sure you set up your, your speaking business in the right way. So, I mean, all those pieces will come into place. But it, it is a, a rebranding for me, Elaine. So we're you know, headed down that path together. And I'm going to I'm looking forward to this next great adventure, honestly.
1: You know, I really commend you for pointing that out, Brett, because you've been there. You've been there, done that. You know, you you are what a lot of people are aspiring to be. And now you're taking them by the hand and they don't have to figure it all out on their own. You're showing people the steps and the process that you had to go through to be a really effective platform speaker. So I'm just really excited about what you're doing. And I'm super excited about your free gift. I love it. Could you tell us a little bit about this free gift that you have?
2: Sure. So I've created a special report called Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. And I would encourage you, if that is of interest to you, to hop on over to Brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie and you can pick up your own copy right there.
1: I will make sure that the link is in the show notes. So anybody who's looking for Brett's free uh book and free report about how to be a fabulous speaker, definitely want to make sure that you get a hold of that. Now, Brett. We do things a little bit differently here at The Abundance Journey. We always turn the tables on our guests because we know that when we give, like what you were saying, when you're on stage to give and make a difference for the audience, to entertain and educate and engage them, that's when the magic happens. And that's what we want for ourselves too. So what can we do to support you?
2: Well, by all means, I am looking, first of all, Elaine, for guests who want to share their speaking journey with other people because – you know, there's there's thousands and thousands of people that do aspire to be a public speaker, but they haven't a clue how how the industry really works. And so if you are a speaker and have a speaking journey that you would like to share with other people to help them along the road, then I have a new podcast starting called Spotlight on Speaking. And I'll be interviewing people about their speaking journey, asking them to share some of their keys to success, as well as burying their soul a little bit and and sharing some mistakes they made along the way obviously mistakes that we hope aspiring speakers don't make. But it's about getting the message out there, Lane. It's about truly giving people the tools that they need to do and build a speaking business in the right way. And certainly the podcast is one way that I would love for people to be able to help me out because that will help other people out.
1: That's beautiful. Well, Brett, thank you so much for joining us today at The Abundance Journey. I loved everything you were talking about. Absolutely fabulous. And I want to make sure that the audience sticks around because I'm going to be activating abundance in just a moment. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit TheAbundanceJourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. I really love chatting with Brett. I mean, he's so authentic. He's so real and very modest. And this guy has done, I think it's 200 different presentations from stage. He knows his stuff. And yet he's still very, you know, humble about what he's doing and where he's coming from. But I want to do the activate abundance segment on one of the things that Brett had to say. I always start with step one, which is gratitude. I'm so grateful that Brett has taken the time to give some of his expertise to us. I mean, this guy really knows what he's talking about, about speaking from stage and being a good platform speaker how the industry works, and what you can do to create an incredibly successful speaking business on top of your regular business. In fact, you you do that in a way that builds more business for your regular business. I mean, (laughs) what's not to like about that? So I want to really express gratitude for that. That's step one. Step two is to acknowledge something Brett said that really made a difference for me. And one of the things that I really want to focus on is that thing that Brett said, it's not all about you and about you making money. When you get on that stage, you really have to be there with that attitude of service, that you show up to make a difference for the audience. And that is really important. That's a very important lesson that I learned the hard way a couple of times, and it does make a massive difference. So I want to acknowledge that. And then step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Because think about it this way. When you show up and it's like, I got to make the sale. I got to make the sale. I got to make the sale. You put so much pressure on yourself and the audience can feel it. It actually pushes them away from you. Instead, when you are generous and you show up, With some fun stories, and you're leading the audience on a journey of discovery and helping them discover something that can really help them in their lives and their business through your story. I mean, maybe it's a little bit about you, but your story is universal. So it's actually about the audience, and they can see themselves in that hero position experiencing what you're talking about in your story. So it's a way for you to be incredibly generous. And just have a lot of fun with it. Because when you're having fun on stage, you give the audience permission to have fun too. So that's what I want to appreciate about this idea of showing up with that attitude of giving. Makes all the difference in the world. Step four is to activate abundance. And there's two different ways you can do that. The first way is to have a trigger. So that anytime you think about doing something like speaking from stage, you Go inside and think, okay, here's what I'm going to do next about that. The other way to activate abundance is to actually pull out your calendar or online, pull out your online calendar and schedule time. Schedule time to talk to Brett. Schedule time to research speaking opportunities. Schedule it because if it's not on your calendar, it's not real and you're not going to activate it. You're just talking about it and I want you to make it real. Okay, that's step four is to activate abundance. Step five, celebrate your progress. This is what it looks like when it's working. It doesn't mean there's a magic wand and it's totally done overnight. The joy is in taking those little baby steps and seeing your progress, discovering how far you've come and how quickly you can get there. And as we were talking about earlier, when you align with a mentor, a coach, someone who can give you that broader perspective of what you're doing really well and things that you can tweak to improve just a little bit, that'll make a massive difference. You soar so quickly. So honor yourself, celebrate who you're being in this moment, celebrate that you've got an important message to share and you can make a massive difference in the world especially if you're willing to get on stages. This is Elaine Starling. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you for the next Abundance Journey.
0: You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift, as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.